I admit, the words escape me. The epitome of everything I dreamed to be lies in you. 12.02, you took your first breath. The first step to a new me. And anyone who knows me knows this to be true, that you changed me. Gave me reasons to aspire for more. The door to new possibilities flew off the hinges. No more binging off my insecurities. A man accepting his responsibilities. I'm found. Confound to the measure of your smile, your loud gestures of emotions gives me motives to till the land to your future. Your hands, though tiny in nature, gives me the strength to feed and nurture. I love you. Words not lightly said, I dread to disappoint you. We want the best for you, your mother and I. We form union before your conception, which makes this investment legit. An exact split of the both of us. Well, maybe not exact, but the fact that you're here, bear witness to our commitment and it's clear. Palms raised to the universe. It takes fortitude to complete this mission. Face glistened with saliva. You're perfect in all your imperfections. My blessing in the flesh. My test, my karma. My daughter who stares with adoration. Mimics my smile in all my features. My student, my future teacher. Your potential is endless. Depend on the truth but never become dependent. Keep your stride and remain resilient. You was born with promise so keep your oath because your bond is sacred. Never become content or complacent with confusion. Never be the center of attention for just mere amusement. Never be afraid to lose fake friends who misuse you and never rely on a man to tell you you're beautiful. Know that it's embedded in your structure and never allow anyone to define your purpose. Love without balance is worthless. So remember you're worth it. So smile bright. And forgive me if the words forsake me. Traverse the earth and thirst for greatness. This land is spacious. Time is limited, so never waste it. Treasure the intangibles. The best approach to progress is gradual. Remain composed. A wise one can play the role of a fool, so don't always disclose everything you know. Smile bright, your life has meaning, your dreams are worth achieving, faith is needed for manifestation, your salvation is encoded in your moral reasoning, know the God in you, it resides right in you, live long, remain firm, and stay true, I love you. Spoken Soul Sessions. You ready, my man? With poetic black. Ain't nothing holding me back but me and 
Who's holding you with you, with you? Check this out, man. Spoken Soul Sessions. Oh, my God. This is Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Bold stances and looted dances got us here. You are listening to Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. We'll start from scratch, exploring new possibilities. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Spoken Soul Sessions. I'm your host, Poetic Black, and I hope you guys are having a wonderful evening, day, afternoon, wherever you may be, whatever you may doing, whatever you may be doing. Welcome to Spoken Soul Sessions. It's a beautiful day. Today, I want to discuss some real topics I was listening to a broadcast in fact it was on um, Clubhouse and it was a very interesting conversation that was going on and the conversation that was going on was was why do black women why don't black women respect their men or don't respect the superiority or I want to use that word superiority but don't respect their men and the conversation definitely got heated you had a you had a lot of black women on the broadcast you had a lot of black men on the broadcast and at at times it was it was really chaotic but also at times it was very informative to see the different aspects or the where everybody stand on the on the issue. So I decided <clears throat> I decided to uh, do a podcast and let us talk about it and expound upon it. I chose the poem to uh, that I spit in the beginning of the show. I chose that poem. It's a poem entitled Smile Bright. It's a dedication to my daughter. Shout out to my daughter, Rubian. I love you. Uh, her birthday was just yesterday, in fact. She had a great time, had a great party. Had some family and friends over, and um, we had a blast. But I chose that poem to recite, to get into this issue, because I'm a black man. And I'm raising a black, soon to be black woman. And I think a lot of times, you know, we get, we get the wires crossed sometimes. We, uh, you know, some, someone made a great point in the broadcast that I was listening to. They made a point and they said that uh, a lot of times women don't know how to be women in regards to dealing with a man is because they never been shown that. And that statement is so true. And it's, it's vice versa. 
it's on the it's on the it, it fits on both feet the shoe fits on both feet because also with men a lot of times we don't know how to be men and we don't know how to how to address issues as men because we've never been shown it reminds me of a quote from that movie uh baby boy when uh omar gooden he had he had did a little prayer and he had said something that was profound to me he said lord guide us and if you can't guide us then forgive us for being astray and I just thought that was deep when I seen when I when I actually saw that movie at the time I seen it. I think that was one of the biggest takeaways from that movie. And I think a lot of times we as a community, when I talk when I say we, I'm talking directly to the the African American community, people of color, melanated people. You know, I think that we we have a very big disadvantage we have a very big disadvantage when it comes to a lot of things that are happening in the world and with us as a people you know because of the the atrocities that we've that we've been afflicted with because of the stain of slavery and the mindset thereafter slavery and the, and the way we were treated and still are being treated in this country it takes a toll and an impact on us as a people so a lot of times like especially with the african-american community you see that it's a deliberate effort to separate man and woman when it comes to the african-american i think i think it's it's, it's deliberate and is no longer covert it's, it's very overt now it's very overt and in your face with all the policies, with all the policies that's that's embedded in this system to keep black man and black woman from being an item. And then I sit back and I wonder why. I wonder why. Why they don't want us together. Why is there so many different negative stereotypes surrounding black women? Oh, black women are too difficult. They they they're they're too mean, they're unpleasant. There's a lot of different negative stereotypes that surround black women and black men. But I want to stay on black women for a minute. Now, when you look at the situation of black women in America and take a look in the household and see the lack of stability that's in the household. You know, when you got that concept, this concept of only thing a man can do for you is pay your rent. It's nothing new. This is not a new concept, but now it's become more prevalent. That in the black community, it seems like if you can't pay bills, you're not a man. You're less than a man. So you're, it, you don't need to be respected. And, and I think that this is mainly due to the lack of stability in the household, the lack of fathers. Now, if you know anything about the wealth, the welfare system and what it did to the black community. 
Now I'm not gonna say this is make an excuse and say oh the uh the welfare is the reason why the black home is all messed up. No, but it definitely played a role. It definitely played a role. If you know anything about uh the legislation that got passed, I believe it was passed by Lyndon B. Johnson. Who passed the legislation I believe in 1965 or 64 Of the welfare program And if you know the enactment of this program It wasn't equally dispersed Between black and white There were a lot of programs That was afforded to white people On welfare That was, that was not afforded to black people So even in the welfare system You can see overtly you know what I'm saying? That they, it was deliberate what they was trying to achieve. And if you look from 1965 to now, and you see the concept of welfare and how it kind of reversed the roles. You see, when you a black man in this country and you're, you may have a felony you may have been in trouble with the law, whatever the case may be. You coming home and you're trying to do right or whatever the case may be and get a job. There's a lot of roadblocks in front of you. There's a lot of distractions. Of course, it's always going to be distractions, but I'm talking about deliberate roadblocks that won't allow you to get to the pinnacle that you that you want to. And some, for some individual who are not like really steadfast and really resilient, they may fall to the wayside. But the point to the matter that this is a system, this is a systematic targeting of a particular people so that they don't succeed. So when you add all of this to the to the pie, when you add all this to what's going on, you see how. Black people can be held back from the systematic placement of certain programs, certain certain uh, uh, projects. Using the projects as an example, the projects was a project to see how black people will interact in a close setting. It's not a it's not a coincidence why the projects. If you look at the projects all over the country. They're all concise, congested, all in one place. It's a study. They want to see how do we fare in our community amongst each other, see how we will interact with each other. And if you can look at the, the, the killing rate in Chicago, D.C., New York, all over the country, all these killings are happening in these very same neighborhoods that these, these corrupt individuals sought to place. This is their plan coming into fruition. But we're so divided. We're so divided and so, so distracted that we can't see their plight. So when it comes to the black woman, when you reverse roles, when you, when you take anything out of this, the natural order of something, you thus corrupt it. You would you would hold it back in some sense. You would you would deform it in some sense. I use the analogy of trying to plant a rose in a cave. 
if the if the rose grow, it's gonna grow with some form of deformities. It won't grow, it won't grow, it won't flourish to its potential because you took it outside of its natural habitat, the things that it that that it needs, that necessitates its success, you remove. And then you blame it on the individual. It, it reminds me of, of Dead Prez. They had a they had a song. I forgot the name of the song, but it was a skit. And it was it was someone preaching. I forget who it was. But it was talking about in the Antarctic what they do, they take a double-edged blade and they put blood on it. Maybe put the blood of an animal on it and they invert it into the snow. So then a wolf comes, a wolf comes and start licking the blood off of the blade. But he doesn't know it's a double-edged sword, is a double-edged blade. So as he's licking the blood, he's cutting his tongue. And he's continued to lick because it's, it's, it's more blood. So not known as his own blood. So he 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 think that he's you know what I mean that he's getting a good meal. And here it is, he's dying. So it's what they do to trap a wolf. But the crazy shit about it is. You know what I'm saying? Instead of blaming, instead of blaming the individual who put the the knife in the snow, instead of blaming that individual, you blame the wolf for trying to have a good meal. You you blame his death on himself. He's trying to have a good meal, doing what he needs to do to survive. And you and your trickery, you blame him. You blame him for <laughs> for trying to have a great meal. And that and that's the case in this country. We noticed that, like I, I mentioned one time in the poem, I said they 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 curse us for the black in us, then profit off our pain. Curse us for the black in us and then profit off our pain. What do you think hip hop is? What do you think this music industry is? The NBA, the NFL, entertainment, period. We need to wake up. We need to wake up. All of these things they put out there to give you something to aspire for, to keep you distracted. Keep you distracted. Keep your your foot on your brother's back, on your sister's back. Convince you to believe that the only way you can make it is by tearing down your own. So it's no it's no different. It's no different from their plots and their schemes. We've seen their plots and their schemes all across the board. And it's very deliberate what they do, why they don't want the black man and a black woman to be together. And we feed in, we feed into their, uh, what I want to say, we feed into their, their plight by re by reinforcing these negative stereotypes with each other 
So going back to what I was saying about reversing the roles, when you reverse the roles, you're going to take something out of its natural element. Thus, you're going to destroy it. You're going to destroy it. And that's their aim. And you see their goal coming into fruition. So I, I spit that poem in the beginning because I'm raising a black woman. My daughter, I'm raising a black woman and I want her to know who she is. I want her to, I want her to know her worth, know what she can contribute. But at the same time, understand how to react and 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 coexist with her counterpart. We as a people were made for each other. And what really irks me is when you find black women trying to pick up the mantle of feminism and and separate separate herself from the atrocities that she and her man had faced together. It's funny. That feminist movement isn't for isn't for black women am i saying that black men don't abuse black women no not by a long shot we all do need to be better but to pick up the mantle and say oh i've been so oppressed i've been so oppressed i've been so oppressed and then you have your man looking at you like yeah what have i been what have he been through in this crazy corrupted world that we call America what he's going through and a lot of times a lot of our sisters believe because they make more money or they just make money period that oh now I gotta say what goes no you and your man is a team but like every team there has to be a leader there has to be a leader. You've never seen two quarterbacks on a football team running two different plays at the same time. It would be chaos. So the very idea of team is to elect one to be to elect one to be the leader. And 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 I don't want this to come off as being chauvinistic. But the man is well more suited for this endeavor. He's well more suited. He's well more built to be a protector. When you're laying in the bed with your husband in the middle of the night and you hear a noise downstairs, do you tell your husband to grab the kids and go lock himself into the bathroom while you go grab the baseball bat to go protect the family No You don't You can't pick and choose What you want and what you don't want It's about a team You gotta do what's best for the team And a lot of times A lot of black women Get this delusion That, that make them believe that Oh because I make more money than you That means I'm gonna make all the shots I'm gonna, take all the, I'm, I'm gonna make all the shots Whatever the case may be Because that's what they're used to seeing they used to seeing being in a one parent home where the mother is the, 
the primary breadwinner. She's bringing in the money or she may bring different men around her, her children. And they seen different men and they seen the way that she interact with these men, seeing the way that she treat these men. So they think this is law. So a lot of times they don't know how to interact with a man, let alone be on. A, a, oh, I want to I want to lead a man. We have to understand, like like I was listening to this broadcast and one of the sisters on it made a great point. Because one of the sisters was saying that basically women need to be more submissive and they need to be they need to listen to their man. A man don't need you to be hard. He's dealing with a hard, harsh world all out there all day long. And he needs something soft to come home to something gentle. There's power in gentleness. There's a great might in gentleness. You know, people oftentimes look at gentleness as being weak and feeble. No. There's a lot of power in, in a kind gesture. There's a lot that you can get done in a kind gesture. A lot of things that you want, you can you can inspire into a man with a kind gesture. And speaking from a man's perspective, I'm a man. I can speak for myself and I can speak for other men also. No man want to contend with his woman. No alpha male You know there, there may be some beta males out there And there's no shots at beta men Because you, you got beta and alpha You just where you, where you end up in a, um, On the spectrum Don't mean you're weaker or anything of that nature it Means that you're more passive Than assertive You know what I mean And there's strength and passiveness also So it's not no shot towards beta men But you know you, no man knows, especially speaking from an alpha male perspective, no male wants to contend with this woman. And that doesn't mean, oh, I believe it's my way or the highway. You got to do what I say. You're my slave and my property and all that bullshit. No. A man needs advice from his woman. A man, he wants he wants some form of, of, of counsel from his woman. He don't want to be ran by his woman. You take the element of being a man away from him. You know, there was, there's this movie. I, I know I always quote movies, but I, when I watch movies, I like to see things and I like to get takeaways from certain things. See what type of jewel I can take away. Knowing it's just entertainment, but there's a lot of moral reasoning that can be, you know, I mean, uh, extracted from a lot of movies and media and entertainment. So it was this movie, uh, Big Mama House. What's that? Uh, uh, Soul Food. And there was a it was a point in the movie when she was talking about uh, her father. She said, "When Daddy almost lost the house with his gambling," she said, "Mama never made Mama never took his manhood. She never made him feel less than, even though he almost lost the house." That's the wisdom of a woman. And I know you got some feminist women probably listening to this broadcast right now. And they pulling their hair out because I'm saying that. Oh, you're reinforcing these false stereotypes that women need to be submissive and in the house barefooted and pregnant. No, that's not what I'm saying. Not by a long shot. I, for one, believe that you need a two income household to make a family work in these days and time, especially if you're a person of color struggling to make ends meet. 
trying to make a better life for your family, you need a two income household. But the same way when a woman who a woman who who can't have children, a woman who can't have children, it doesn't decrease her status as a woman. The same way if you make more money than a man, it doesn't decrease his status as a man. And that's what we need to understand. We need to understand that. You know, it's not easy for a black man in this country. And women, you may sit back and say, oh, we hear this all the time. It's not easy. But you do not know what it's like to be a black man. You say that you don't have privilege. You say that you don't owe. We 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 are always ostracized, and we always standing up for ourselves. And all. but no, every woman has a privilege. Like every man is born with a certain privilege. Irregardless of your race, you do have a privilege of being a woman. The world is more softer to you in different in certain circumstances. Not all. The world can be very harsh to you. But in certain circumstances, the world can be more gentle to you because you're a woman. There's no punches held for the black man in this country. Niggas always trigger suspicion. You can be having a you can have a nine to five doing the right thing, working every single day, working your fingers to the bone. It doesn't matter. You don't got the complexion that fit the connection. In the words of my our brother, our lost brother Paul Mooney. The connection for the complexion, my brother. It's hard. It's hard for both of us. We're not here to compare and contrast our heartache and our abuse and our our persecutions. No, we're trying to get something done together. But I really do understand and want to learn more of what women go through in this country i'm very sensitive to that because i have a daughter i have a daughter and i and i want the best for her i want the absolute best for her do i want her to be taken advantage of by no good sorry no good dude no i do not and i plan to do everything within my power that she doesn't end up like that but there's a difference from a man being sorry and a man just needing inspiration or a man just needing a hand. And there's a wisdom knowing the difference. Everything can't be about money. Everything can't be about how much money you make. It, it determines whether, oh, you're a good man or you're, you, you've reached man status. Because a lot of us got chips stacked against us. For whatever reasons, for whatever reasons. We get caught up. We get caught up in situations that we don't want to get caught up in. For whatever reason, shit happens. And when shit happens, you got to make adjustments. You got to make adjustments. But it's hard as hell when you're trying to do the right thing. And you, you know what I'm saying? You get smacked in the face and smashed in the face by the, the very people that you're striving so hard to be grateful. It's sickening sometimes. I see the I see the shit I see sometimes with some of our women and their desire and lust for money, thinking that if they got a Birkin bag, they made it. 
if they hair and nails is done giving their money back to the Koreans back to all these companies that usurp don't give a fuck about our community you run and give all your money every month 300 400 for a hairstyle every month 200 300 for your nails and your feet done running to give this money back to people who despise you who don't respect you and a brother i don't want to jump on points and points but the a brother made a very excellent point because you got a lot of sisters who cross over to the to to, to the white uh persuasion you know that when a, oh i'm gonna date outside my race and i'm gonna go get me a caucasian man or whatever the case may be and then they say that what what's really sickening and what hurts is when they make statements like oh they know how to treat women oh the white man knows how to treat a woman and this brother he made a he made a a powerful point I believe his name was Jonathan I remember his name Because he made such a powerful point And he was like Y'all don't go over there with that same attitude That you give black men You go over there with a different respect level So you get treated And you get respected differently You don't come with the attitude To suck in your teeth Or he asks you to do something And he's like oh you're not my daddy You can't tell me this ah, and all that You don't do all the lip and all that stuff You're very meek and humble because you, you, you're trying your hardest to fit in Trying your hardest to fit in So don't compare Now if you want to date outside your race That's on you To, to each his own You can find love anywhere I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an advocate of that if you, if you feel that you can find love with someone You know that outside of your race And you, you can find comfort in that Then so be it Do whatever makes you happy You know what I mean Me personally I feel more comfortable you know what I'm saying laying down with an individual who can who can identify with, with with the struggles that I I go through on a day to day, someone I can come to at night and and de stress and be like, babe, look look what happened to me today, yo, I almost lost it, or you know someone who can empathize with me, you know. Now if you can get that from dating someone outside your race, by all means, do what do what makes you happy, man, and more power to you. If that person makes you happy, who is who is anyone to say, oh, you need to leave them, you know, do you, you know, but for me, this is my personal preference, you know. So if you want to do that, you want to date outside your race, by all means, but don't bash your own race off, off the expense of the fact you're trying to get brownie points with another race. You know, mama said you ain't got nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. Don't say nothing at all But this is the narrative they try to push That white men And this is no shout out to my white listeners Because you know what I'm saying It's all one love, one family But this is the narrative that's being pushed The narrative being pushed That oh, black men are horrible to their women But that's not the case And a lot of the times It's the, it's the men that, that you attract Is like for you if you always got dog dudes in your life that always dog you, call you bitch, spit on you in public, talk about you like a dog, put your dirty laundry in the street, say all types of foul stuff about you, you know? And um if if this is what you what you like, then by all means. I can honestly say me as a black man, 
I've never dated outside my race. But more importantly than that, I've never disrespected a woman that I was dating to the point I call her a bitch, a slut, a whore, just disrespect her family. Never, not once in my life. Never, never will I either. You know, so a lot of times you you find yourself asking the question, why do I get Tyrone who beats my ass? And why I get Tyrone who cheats on me with everybody in the neighborhood? Why I got Tyrone who who go out there and steal my, my, my debit card and, and charge it up, leave me with a negative balance? Why, why, why? It's because you deserve Tyrone. You need to look in the mirror and see what it is that you are about that attracts the men like Tyrone. Flies are attracted to shit. I'm sorry to say it like so bold and so, you know, so forward. But flies are attracted to shit. And if you are only attracting flies. Then you need to look in the mirror, change your environment. Do something. And if you change your character, the way you treat men, the way you even perceive men, you get a different response. In fact, those fly ass niggas will not even come near you. You don't see the flies flying around good smelling roses. You get bees. You don't get flies. Flies don't want to smell that good pretty shit. They don't want to smell that, that good, that good wholesome smell, that fragrance of a wholesome woman. They don't want that. So if you change who you are, you will definitely stop attracting fly as individuals to you. Change your perspective. A lot, a lot can be told in perspective, man. You got, you got every time, every time you're in a relationship, every time somebody hear you talking, oh, this nigga done did you wrong, or he done did you wrong, or he done did you wrong. Now, my, that's about six dudes and did you wrong. At what point in time do you say, hold up, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm bringing the worst out of individuals. You know, sometimes you got to take the mirror, put it in your face and address your issues. Not saying that black men don't have issues because we have issues. We have issues. We have issues as a people. But when we're isolating our issues and trying to get ourselves together, black men, we need to get together and get our shit together. Black women, we need to get together and get our shit together. We need to stop blaming the other for our mishaps. Stop blaming the other oh, for our shortcomings. That's the case. A lot of these sisters in the hood, listen, a lot of these sisters in the hood expect this is their real like visual that they that this some dude is going to come and see them a rapper, maybe or some some celebrities going to see them for helplessly in love buy them Birkin bags. You know what I'm saying? Going to going to be the offset. They're going to be Cardi B and that's going to be their offset and and they're going to live happily ever after. Sorry, queen. Sorry, I don't care how bad you are. I don't care how pretty you are. You'll get further in life. You'll get further in life when you understand who you are as an individual. 
and you understand you will definitely understand the individual intended for you if you're if you're a woman and i'm man it's impossible for us not to understand each other impossible i'm not going to say who created we're created i'm not even going to say the word created we exist for each other it's the natural order of things we exist for each other so how can we understand each other if we exist for each other how can't we understand each other someone pulled the pulled the wool over our eyes and hit us with a mickey We need to think about it. Think about what's going on in the world. Think about what's going on out there in a, in a climate of black man, black woman. They got us at each other's throats. They, they didn't they done push this false narrative that they didn't push this false narrative that if your man don't make money, if your man don't make money, he's not a man. If your man don't make money, he's not a man. Money shouldn't be the all or be all. If all you care about is money, then maybe you should marry some money. Maybe some money should hold you at hold you at night and listen to listen to your dreams, listen to your fears, console you when you're upset and things of that nature. Your dollar bills can do it for you. Just take your debit card and put it on the other side of the bed and just kiss it good night every night. If that's what you think life is about. Man made money. And the grand scheme of things is bullshit. We don't need money to exist We need each other though If all the money in the world was burnt tomorrow We would still be here Let all the men be erased off the planet See how far along the line that women will follow Let all the women be erased from the planet of the earth And see how many How many of the men will follow we exist for each other. We need to start acting like it. Stop setting up roadblocks to try to complicate and convolute shit. We need each other. And it don't come, oh, I need you more than you need me. And you know? No, we need each other. Period. Man can't reach the pinnacles he want to reach in life without a woman a woman comes and brings balance to a man man can be sometimes too assertive man could be like a wild beast I used this analogy before like a wild horse a woman can come and tame it grab him by the reins and, and soothe him pace him this is what's happening A lot of these sisters out here They running these men to death They don't know how to get on the horse and trot They don't know how to get to their destination At a decent time 
They want it right now. They want to. They want to be. They want to be in Chicago from Brooklyn in a matter of an hour, and they want to go by horseback off the back of a man, ride him, ride him until his tongue is out his damn throat, and he can't. He can't move another lick. Learn how to pace your, pace your king, pace him. You see him, you see him running too fast. You see him, him, him going too hard. You pull back. You pace him. You ever been? You ever been in the middle of a desert with just you and your horse? You don't have to have a horse to to, 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 to even visualize this. Imagine you in the desert when it's just you and your horse. And you got 200 miles to go. What happens? You wake up and that horse done ran. What happens? You in the middle of the desert. The horse done left you. What happens to you? Respect it. Respect the vehicle that carries you to the pinnacles where you need to be. We both trying to get there And we can get there Helping each other get there But a lot of times You got a lot of these sisters With this This new mentality This new feminist mentality Oh A man Can't be Matched to you He has to be beneath you Cause you got these crazy delusions That You think A man is only about Having money Or having a job You got your you got your assistant management position, or maybe you are, you know what I'm saying? You you some type of you are you an exec out of college or whatever the case may be. And kudos to you, my sister. I love to see a black woman doing her thing. Be productive. But don't allow your productivity, you know, to compromise, you know, the thing that's gonna make your bloodline go and live forever. The ability to procreate. Fall back a little bit. And by no means am I saying, and I want to I want to reiterate this, by no means am I saying should a woman just sit there and reside with a good for nothing man. There's a difference. You hear a lot of women say, oh, yeah, my man, yeah, he got potential. He got potential. He could run, he could run a mile in, in two minutes flat. He got potential. No, he don't. He ain't got no potential. You don't have any potential until you're out there doing. Your man is on the couch eating Fritos. And nobody can check. All the police can't catch him. He the fastest criminal in the hood. He get to run and nobody can catch him. Yeah, he 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 got talent to be on the track team. He got the talent to be on the on the track team. He don't have no potential. You ain't got no potential until you take your talent and you put them into application. You put them you put them in progress. You put them in motion. You trying to make excuses for your man. You know he a deadbeat. You know he don't do nothing but sell weed all day. Barely get his money, barely get the money back to make the next re up because he's smoking all his product. 
But you think he a trapper That he gonna be rich Not gonna happen Not gonna happen Definitely not gonna happen now The weed legal Definitely not gonna happen now So you can You can You can Skip all those dreams of being Nino Brown or Scarface because that's not going to happen. What we need to do is to start speaking these positive affirmations into your men. Speak those positive affirmations into these men. And if he doesn't respond to these positive affirmations and you've tried repeatedly to inspire him to be better, then you got your answer already, queen. You need to get rid of him. He's not ready for you. He's not ready for you. He's not worthy of you. You need to get rid of him. I don't care how good the sex is. You got to get rid of him. And that's the thing. Because a lot of these women, they love the idea that they got their own crib. Nobody telling them what to do. No stability. They got men coming and going as they please. And they, and they can dig that. They can fall in love with that kind of that kind of situation. But at some point in time, my sister, you know, it, it feels good now. But at some point in time, your nature is going to kick in. And you're going to want that security. You're going to want that blanket. You're going to want that rock that's going to hold you down when you don't got the strength. It ain't always about a check. It's not always about a check. And this is the biggest trick. This is the biggest trick You know what I'm saying They trick all of all of us men Into believing You don't need no woman Just get the money And you can have any woman you want No you can have any of the bullshit women you want They don't put that disclaimer in there You can have any of the No, no for good nothing women that you want You can have all the thoughts you want You ain't gonna have no good You ain't, you ain't gonna have all the Michelle Obamas you want Cause you got, cause you got a, you got a Ferrari. You ain't gonna move real women like that. You're not gonna, you're not gonna move a real woman with what you got. It takes more. A woman gotta see what's in you. A real woman, she's gonna see what's in you. What can you bring to her lineage? What can you bring to her future? Not what you can bring financially, but what can you bring? You, the essence of you. And that's a lot of times we don't understand that. And a lot of times these brothers out here, they don't want no real women. They want the Keishas, the, the Taishas, the Shaniquas, the, the Tachinis or whatever the fuck their names be. This is what they want. They want women with low self-esteem, women that are working on the low frequency, don't want too much. They don't want nothing but a, a pint of Georgie and a bag of weed and you good. No. That's what they want. You don't see them hollering at no sister with no with no with no degrees or no sister that know know who she is about her business. They know they're not worthy. You ain't going to see them trying to holler at them. But for my sisters who try to straddle the fence, you want to be you want to be sophisticated and ratchet at the same time. You want a thug nigga you know what I'm saying? But you but you want to be you want to be the CEO at the same time. And you can't cross those paths. You can't cross those paths. You want this thug life, 
but you don't want the shit that come with that thug life. You love the fact of a man being, oh, he's he's a roughneck. He can protect me. But when y'all out having a bite to eat and somebody try to come smoke him and accidentally hit you, he you, you, ain't, you don't really want that no more. Really don't want that life no more. Stop casting your pearls to swine. That goes for men and women. And I'm not a Bible thumper, but that's a very good verse. And it makes sense. Don't cast your, your pearls to swine. Meaning. Your worth, your value for you to give it away for nothing at all is disrespect to the universe that bestowed it upon you. If you're bestowed with land, if you're bestowed with land, a uh, good fertile land that can produce a great harvest, multi, uh, like a multitude of vegetation, if you have great land and you take that land and you decimate it, you throw sewage on it and you don't you don't upkeep it. That's like casting your pearls to swine. You've been you've been bestowed a greatness and you give it away like it has no meaning, no value, no nothing. So individuals who do that, you know, there's a consequence that, go, that come along with that. If you want to speak scripture, there's a consequence. Even metaphysically, there's consequences. When you give something to someone freely and you can see it in your everyday life, if you have children, if you give your children things without them working for it, without them earning it, you will spoil them. They'll believe that everything is supposed to be given to them. It will, it, it will incite a, a, a sense of laziness in them. You make them, you, you, you'll turn them into underachievers. They don't have to go too far to get anything because they never had to struggle for anything. Struggle builds character. Struggle builds character. And a lot of these, a lot of these kids out here, you see, you see the fruition of that in their behavior and in their character. No struggle. No real struggle. Given anything, given everything, you give them, you give them. Every pair of Jordans that come out Every month you get a new pair of Jordans he, st- he still wound up in jail Calling you Asking you for packages Asking you for money Oh can you put some money on my books Can you, can you do this can you do that You see it You see it So it's, it's I mean we really have to look At what's going on you know, and we really have to look at our daughters and, you know, through, you know, I read in a book one time, it said that uh, in order to build any civilization, you have to do it through the women. Because the women are the first teachers of the child. If your woman has good character, good mor- morale, good, good values, good virtue, then she will definitely pass that on to your child. And she's the first teacher of that child. The first teacher. For some, unfortunately, the only teacher. So it's very crucial in the women that we choose as men, 
that we choose to lay with, to procreate with, it's very crucial that we pay attention to who we, we're, we're planning on procreating with. And for the women, it's very crucial who you lay down with. You've seen, you seen Pookie in the projects. You know he done had sex with Carla, Tamika, Keisha, Shanice, and then you. So now when they come and tell you that now he having sex with Tamika and, and, and Taisha over there, you say, oh, no, not my man. No, you knew that man before you got in bed with him. You cast your pearls to swine. You know you didn't want that for yourself. You didn't want to be with a man that's going to treat you horribly and cheat on you and dog you out, call you a bitch in front of your friends, even call you a bitch in front of your mama and call your mama a bitch. You didn't want that for yourself. But why did you get that for yourself? The consequence. You cast your pearls to swine. He wasn't deserving of you. That beautiful vessel. That beautiful temple of yours. He wasn't worthy of that. And you just gave it to him. Because you liked the way he sagged his pants. I don't know, maybe you like the way his cornrows look or whatever. I don't know. But you cast your pearls to swine and there was a consequence for that. Now this this same dude that you got a baby for now, he's in the street having sex with every woman, disrespecting you at the same time. You tied to that man for life. That's your child's father. Casting your pearls to swine. We need to think about our decisions, what we do. We need to think on how, you know, how we proceed in life. If you don't want heartache for yourself, you don't want that disrespect, then change who you are. Change your standards. Challenge yourself to want for more. Like him more than because he got the new pair of Jordans or he got a Louis belt. Like him for more. Or he because he sell the best weed in the hood. Want to get want to get with him for more. When you say you're going to lay down with this man, you're going to be intimate with this man. That means you're saying that you're an adult. That you're a grown woman You can make your own decisions True indeed But know That your decisions Have consequences Abortion Is not a pretty thing Some of these men you get pregnant bomb first thing they doing your hair here go three hundred dollars go 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 take care of that not even understanding what they do to you have no idea have no clue of what they do to you when you got they got you on that table I know it hurts it hurts don't cash your pearls to swine he ain't worth it. He's not worthy. 
if you think higher of yourself, if you know that you're worth more, then, then go out and get what you're worth. The universe don't make no mistakes. The universe ain't going to make no mishaps. You will definitely get what you want. That's your power. That's the power no one told you you had. That's your power. You have a soul. That's your power. That that what you want, that what you, that what you desire, the world bends itself to give it to you. But you have to be wise in what you want. That's the difference from being a little girl and being a woman. A woman knows how to think, even though she may she may have a great time with that man. She may she may they may have the best sex they ever had that she ever had in her life. But a woman, not a girl, not a poser, but a woman is going to do what's best for her. Her desire has got nothing to do with it. Trust and believe that A woman is going to make the right decision You're not going to be worthy To lay down with a queen If you ain't right If you're not deserving of that You won't She won't allow it So I want y'all I mean to really think about it And the reason why I spit that poem You know Because th these are the things That I want for my daughter You know I want her to know who she is I don't want her to be Deceived by no slick talking dude Telling her that he love her And all this crazy stuff But his actions is showing Contrary to that Trust me queen there's a lot of women. There's about like 16 women. 16 women to every every man. Like 16 women to every to every man, statistically speaking, in the world. There's 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 definitely a variety of women that he can choose from. You don't have to be one of those women who 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 he just say, all right, uh, I'm just going to use and abuse and discard. You can demand, you can demand your worth. You know what you're worth. You act accordingly. It ain't like you saying, oh, I want a man that's making six figures and you on the corner smoking blunts, drinking Hennessy. You got a goal. You got a goal He got a goal You know what I'm saying You make it work together But you can't be saying Oh I want a man that's this and this and this and this And you can't match up to that Why would you want a man like that If you know you smoke blunts all day in Newports You know what I'm saying You, you sell your food stamps and shit like that you know, if the, you know that's what you about That's your flow You don't want no six figure man Why would you want that type of pressure you don't want that. It's obvious you don't want that. 
It's not a fantasy out there. And a lot of and a lot of our sisters and a lot of our brothers is are in this fantasy world that oh I'm gonna make it rich as a rapper. I'm gonna be the next Chris Brown. I'm gonna be the next uh, uh, whoever these rappers is. I'm gonna be the next uh, Gucci Mane or whatever. I'm gonna be the next one. All of us got these these crazy dreams of oh I'm gonna make it like this. I'm gonna make it like that. It's just a dream to distract you. Distract you just long enough <clears throat> until you feel that your, your goals are outside your reach. Then reality hits. Yeah. Reality hits. So we got to really think about what it is that we want in life what do we want we say we uh we want this we want a man that's gonna give us this we want a man that's gonna give us that a man that can can take care of his responsibilities and you're not going to attract that type of man if you're a certain type of woman. Because contrary to what you may believe, a man knows how to treat a woman. So if you always find yourself, if you always find yourself being disrespected by men, always being taken for granted by men, it just shows your placement, your rank in that man's life. Period. And then it's, it's the way you're raised. It's the way you're raised that has a little bit to do with it. But, you know, we all know greatness when, when it's in our presence. We all know greatness. You find people who change their, their behavior when they're around certain people instantaneously. You can, you can see a person who cuss us all day long or whatever the case may be and you put them around Minister Farrakhan or someone to that stature he'll straighten up because he knows that he's in the presence of greatness he knows that he's in the presence of, of something uh, profound or something lofty so he's going to act accordingly even if he doesn't know how he's going to make an attempt to so you got all the men that you're dealing with. None of them know how to treat you. None of them know how to respect you. All of them disrespect you in front of your sons, in front of your daughters. Disrespect your kids. Slap your kids. Talk harsh to them. Destroy their dreams right in front of your face. But you want a you want a six-figure nigga. You want a six-figure brother. You want a brother making all this money. But this is the type of woman you are. Like I said before, flies are attracted to shit. So there's nothing sweet smelling about you if only thing that you attract are flies. And that goes on both sides of the fence for men and women. You got men out there complaining, oh, these women, they just gold diggers. All they want is my money. 
No, they don't. No, they don't. They want they they want the best for you. And they try to inspire you to be great, but you a good for nothing ass dude. So you think all women's are bitches and hoes and shit. Cause you's a sucker. You's a sucker. Hopefully I don't never have to go through that. I can instill principles in my, to my daughter that, you know, she won't even play herself to bring somebody like that around. And let me be that example for her to know, you know, how to interact with a man the way she see me interact with her mother. Never once have I called her mother out her name. Never once. Would never disrespect her. And that goes for any woman, any woman I've ever dealt with. I made that key point never to disrespect and make this woman feel like she's nothing. You know? So I know from experience, even dealing with some women that some may may consider ratchet. And I had to learn that the hard way. Trying to settle down with somebody ratchet. And I and I and I found out very quick that no, this is not me. You're not gonna speak to me any kind of way. That's not gonna happen. It's not gonna be this type of situation. I respect you and you just degrade me. No. It's not that type of party. I know I know what I want for myself. I know what I can handle and what I can't handle. And that I cannot. So have a nice life, you know. Hope hope all goes well for you in life but you and I can't be an item and women can take the same approach it ain't about getting your paper up fellas a real woman don't care about your paper you gotta make sure your character is right because if you got the right character she's not she's not worrying about paper paper's a default If you, if you meet her, if you get her attention where she sees something in you and you know she's a beautiful woman, she's a, she's a wise, powerful woman, a good woman, just period, a woman, do not take that for granted. Do not take that for granted. And if you can't, if you can't live up to those standards, then it'll be best for you to gracefully bow just bow just let let another brother snatch that up and do what's right with it word your pipe game can't be that good i know i know you know women screaming ah everything always sounds good yeah but sex only lasts for for a limited time it ain't gonna hold you and if sex can hold a woman that's a shallow woman it's not really a woman you want to invest your future into. Period. Period. If it's all about the sex and that's all it is, then that's not a woman that that, that you want to invest your future into. Because there's going to come a time where you can't perform the way you used to perform. Period. It's a day we dread, but it's a day that's going to come. You're not going to be able to perform, man or woman. You won't be able to keep that same intensity for the, the, the duration of your life. You got to have something else to offer when the sex is gone. 
So if a person, if you're in a relationship for just the sex, that's a short-lived situation. It's a very short-lived situation. But it has to be more. We have to demand more from each other. And like I said, we were, we exist for each other. We exist for each other. So how can we not understand each other? Stop settling for less. That's what I'll tell my daughters. Don't settle for less. You know your worth. Either he can he can match that worth, he's worthy, or he's not. But family, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Spoken Soul Sessions. I do have an announcement. Uh, as of now, uh, Spoken Soul Sessions uh, received its first sponsor. So clap it up for that. Inner Child, Inner Child Press will be sponsoring the Spoken Soul Session show. So what that means is now, from now on, not this show, but in shows coming in the future, I will be uh, posting a paid uh, commercial sponsoring, uh, sponsored by uh, Inner Child Press Publications, where if you use the promo code Spoken Soul, you will receive 10% off any of the available packages that they have in order to publish your publication. And they have packages ranging from $400 to $4,000, very comprehensive packages. Uh, I urge everyone to go out there and check check out Inner Child Press Publications. If you're an aspiring poet, artist, you know, author, you're trying to get your chat book out, you're trying to get your... You know, your book of poetry out or a novel, you know, holla at the guys over there in the Child Press Publications. They'll hook you up. And if you use the promo code Spoken Soul, you'll receive a 10% discount. So that's love. You know what I'm saying? It's another black owned business. And, uh, you know, we support each other, man. We support each other. We have a lot of talented individuals who come through this platform, who listen to this platform. You know, so if you out there and you want to and you are you are an aspiring artist and you want to get your work out there and, you know, get it published, then definitely you want to go over there to Inner Child uh, Publications and um, get that discount, get that 10 percent. Anybody, everybody can use 10 percent, you know. So until next time, guys, I want to urge you. I want you I want to urge you to speak positive affirmations to one another, you know. Work to get to know each other Let's love each other We as a people are so divided It's time to get united Let's switch it up We've been divided We've been we've been tripping over our different hangups Let's get it together and switch it up And just try unity Let's try, let's try unifying Putting our differences aside You know Let's coexist together My black sisters, my beautiful black queens I love you I love you I love you just the way you are I love you in any size, shape or form I love you I love what you represent I love the fact that you are You know, you are me When I look at you, I see me 
I see our trials. I see what we've overcame. I see what we can accomplish and what we can overcome. I love you, queen. And you are worthy. I want to know. I want you to know that you are worthy. And don't compromise your worth for no one. Until next time. I love you. And I hope you love me.